Welcome to our How to Wow Summer Run 2023 and a series of wondrous conversations recorded live at Carfest last year. Carfest is a not-for-profit well-being, music, food, superstar and motorcar festival that has so far raised circa £25 million for UK children's charities. Check out what's happening this year by going to carfest.org carfest.org that is where you'll see our best ever lineup of guest hosts and rock and rollers yet many of them staying with us the whole weekend including the likes of Richard Hammond Rob Brydon Jimmy Carr Lee Mack Bryony Gordon Eddie Izzard Rick Astley Craig David Russell and Laura Brand Texas McFly the actual village people Alex Horn Angela Hartnett Matt Tebbett Michael Keynes Atul Kutcher Freya Ridings Ben Miller Dr Rungan Chatterjee Dr Reapy The Happy Pair Melanie Sykes the feelings, Sophie Ellis Baxter, Razorlight, Gokwan Reef, the Bootleg Beatles, and only Peter Flipping Andre, plus all the amazing car content, of course. Go to carfest.org now and come join us this August bank holiday weekend. All right, from that very event, let's cue a conversation, a fascinating conversation between soap stars trading the boards with Alice Fern, Kevin Fletcher, Adam Woodyatt, and Bonnie Langford discussing their lives, careers, and what goes on behind the scenes of TV, film, and theatre. And aren't you all looking gorgeous? How many of you have been camping? And you're all looking great. Nobody's aches and pains, nothing. Nobody's got the stiff neck. Nobody's complained about anything. Not yet, exactly. <laughs> anyway, welcome. I'm hoping to, that this afternoon is going to be uh, a hoot uh, because we've got four brilliant actors and actresses. And I'm actually, without further ado, I'm going to introduce them. So Alice Fern is first on. Currently wowing them in Come From Away. I'm going to get Kelvin in next, Kelvin Fletcher. Do I need to say anything at all about Kelvin? And then it's Adam Woodyard. Stop it. Don't it. No. No. Bonnie Langford. <laughs> on the chairs long, on the chairs long, on the chairs long. I am going to sit on the stage long. And that's the last you we see? hear from Bonnie. <laughs> uh, because I like Bonnie, it. <laughs> Bonnie is currently doing <laughs> Anything Goes at the Barbican. Stop it. Look at her lording it. Look at this. Uh, Bonnie is currently doing <laughs> Anything Goes at the Barbican with a whole hoodle of people, Simon Callow and uh, Dennis, Dennis Lawson, Dennis Lawson, Lawson, Lawson and, and Carrie Ellis. And yeah. Carrie Ellis, of course. Didn't actually mention what Adam was up to. Uh, he's apparently being paid eight million pounds a year. <laughs> <laughs> Just been announced in the papers. Uh, Nine million a year to go on it, tour. It's going up every. <laughs> yeah, I haven't even said what he's doing yet. Alfred Doolittle in My Fair Lady is what it's been announced. Yeah, I ten know. Million. Yeah. <laughs> it's gone up to ten million. And Kelvin. <laughs> and Kelvin currently being Dudley. In uh, Jack Absolute flies again at the National, yeah. and uh, yeah, oh yeah, with Caroline Quentin as Mrs. Malaprop, and it's a fabulous show. I, uh, urge you to see. In fact, oh, urge you to is. see all of them. They're all. I mean, you've only brilliant. got a week left, haven't you? I've only got a week left, and yeah. Kelvin's only got a Get week. Getting quick. Yep. Jack Absolute. I'm in, I'm in it till the January. day I, I die. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Alice is fantastic. Never Alice is in it until January 2029. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's what they're up to now. But I thought what we do, what we do is we talk about the sort of things that get, uh, get a, go on behind the scenes, uh, the things that people get up to, because I don't know about you, those are the bits that I love most. <laughs> so I'm going to start with the first thing, the best job ever, Bonnie. Me? Oh, gosh. Well, the job itself, actually, is the best job ever because you never know what you're going to do next. Um, and it can be the best job and the worst job. And when it's the worst <laughs> job, you know it's going to end soon. Um, but uh, probably when I was... Um, so when I was very... I started when I was very little. Um, I, my first show was when I was seven at the Theatre Royal Drury Lane, which is a pretty wonderful place to start because it's a beautiful... Oh, my mic's not working. Beautiful, beautiful building. And um, so I was in a show there uh, when I was seven. It was a, a musical version of Gone with the Wind. And uh, I, and what was wonderful for me particularly is I've worked at that theatre many times since... But about three, four years ago, just after I left Enders, I went back to uh, Theatre Royal Drew Lane and I did 42nd Street, the musical. And what was um, extraordinary was not only were there 59 people in the cast, which was incredible, but also I actually made my entrance for 42nd Street in exactly the same place that I made my entrance when I was seven in Gone with the Wind. And it was just rather magical. What do you mean you made it, your entrance in the same from, place? Onto what, the from the stage, from, from the side of the stage, from the wings onto the stage. Oh. I would walk on from a particular place. And it was just rather magical that I was able to think, you know, pretty much 50 years later, and I'm still doing the job that I love in a fantastic show that people adore in a beautiful theatre. And so that's probably one of the best moments that I had as well. Yeah, because lovely. I thought, well, I'm still here. I'm still doing it. I'm still standing just about. And, and still, and still and the still like, 42nd Street is just non-stop dancing. Well, it? no, not for my character particularly, because she breaks her leg at the end of the first act. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. And actually, it's on DVD, so there you go. Yeah. That, that was a good answer, actually. And because now she's I've a really the... proper actress, she actually literally broke her leg. I did. <laughs> Every night, and it mended by the next day. <laughs> Go on then, Adam. Well, it could have actually involved um, breaking legs. Um, you'll see it probably in about November. The best job I've had so far was I had to be a drag queen for the night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got a picture of that on my phone. Yeah, it comes out. It comes out <laughs> you couldn't make it, could you? Because you were doing anything. Going. No, I wanted um, to. Yeah, I, I had to learn to walk in high heels and everything. By the end of it, I could run upstairs. It's good, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I got it nailed. And yet, how, how big were the heels? Huh? How big were the heels? Oh, proper... Hang on, I've got to... Yeah, like how do I phrase it? Yeah. Stilettos. Big proper heels. platforms. Yeah. Look, look, I've still got my toenails painted. Oh, <laughs> oh my <laughs> God! <laughs> I was Hold not on. expecting it. Let's oh. describe the black spangly toenails, because you won't be able to see that from where you are. Did you choose? Is that your choice? No, it was, it, was, it was something my daughter started doing when um, we were in lockdown. And it just, it just carried on. <laughs> I see. This is a daily thing. The pe- the, the toenail polish is. It, oh no, that, that lasts for weeks. <laughs> right, you, you've taken the. Well, you know, there's a water shortage. You should just. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that'll be what it is. Well, does it normally wash off? No. <laughs> I mean, that, that stuff takes some scrubbing to get off. <laughs> but you haven't really explained why you were doing the drag thing in the first place. Well, ITV paid me um, 15, oh, okay. 15 million. Oh, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's going up. Yeah, it, it, that, that, well, very expensive for that one. No, um, it's an ITV show that comes out, um, we think it's November. Is Simon Gregson, the rugby player. Um, 
Are you all being Are you supposed to be telling people we're right we're about it? I'm watching it. I'm an NDA? Okay. I've always been publicised. Okay. So you haven't done the math and answer then? I can show you the photos <laughs> and I can show you the... the bit I've got the photos on my phone. Oh, send them, them to me. <laughs> Yeah. And Kelvin, I'm assuming you were also in this drag thing, because after all, it's not as though you've got a 120-acre farm, not a farm. Yeah, I'd quite like to, to dress up in drag. That's always been a little box I'd like to tick. Uh, I don't know why. It's um, <laughs> maybe it's because I'm, I'm, I'm an actor, darling, you know, <laughs> what we do. But I think, for, for me, people make jobs. And uh, obviously, as a budding, budding actor, when I was seven years old, I've always dreamt of being on stage or being in, you're watching myself at the cinema or the kind of milestones. And there's a few I've kind of achieved thus far and, and some that I've, I've still yet to achieve. But um, I think people make any job. And my favourite job thus far has been, not as an actor, has actually been as myself uh, just recently, where we, we moved to countryside, other people are so, we did a little documentary um, about me and my family moving to the countryside. And thus I was obviously working with my wife and my children and a lot of animals. And they say you should never work with children and animals. But <laughs> it, was, it was the most enjoyable job I've had because I've never, I can't ever imagine another opportunity I get to work with my children and work with my wife. So um, that was, uh, yeah, that was a, a little show we did, a little documentary series for the BBC. And um, it was the one that was kind of most fulfilling, really. And um, so, yeah, that's been my, my highlight. In, uh, my agent wouldn't like, wouldn't like me saying that because it's not an acting job, but it was still uh, you know, yeah. immensely enjoyable. There will be people who are saying you picked a bad time to go into farming. <laughs> it's been awfully dry. Alice, what about you? Best job? Well, for me, I've got so many that I think it's I don't, for, for different reasons. So I'm going to say I don't really, I couldn't really possibly say which job, but I am going to say that the favourite part of the industry for me is always when you get the phone call saying, yes, yes, they've offered it you. Yes. <laughs> and it's the best part of the job. Yeah. Is that day because you get into the job and you get tired very quickly or you get stressed <laughs> or you know what I mean or you don't like people in the cast or you do you know what I mean it's lots of there's you know there's lots of politics whereas that phone call when you're at home me and my husband got it not long ago for a big job and um, we were just like it was just the best day I couldn't wait to go home we couldn't wait to bop, open the bottle of champagne yeah. and we just sat there and just sweat and I think it's because if we look deep into it, it's because someone said, we want you, you're the best that came yeah. in, and you know what I mean, and yeah. we want you, and you're great, and let's, it's yours. And you just know that you've got something yeah. because you know, of your talent or your, your worth, and, and that's what we always want, don't we, in, in various, whatever, in whatever way. And I think, if, I, if I'm honest, if I'm brutally honest with myself, that is always the best part of a job is when they say it's yours. It's like Adam mm. being told 20 million. 20 million. That's yeah. actually yes. secretly the best part of his day. Tour. That yeah. was the best part. <laughs> <laughs> and you should, we, should we explain what that bit's about? Okay. Sorry. It's just, yes. It's just that it has been announced that he is going to be uh, Mr. Doolittle. I'm getting married in the morning in My Fair Lady. And the thing is, in the papers, it always inflates the salary. I don't know why. Why do they do that? No idea. I think they just pick a number and guess. Yeah. Um, and they, they turn around and said, um, what was it, 500,000? Your starting salary is 3,500 per show, yeah. um, <laughs> which is not what theatre is about in any street. We've yeah. and actually all had job, a very good laugh it. about it. Yes. Yeah. 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 But the drinks are on Adam afterwards, so... Just, you know, just pick up a sign on the way out. You know, he's, he's got yeah, them yeah. over there. It's yeah. all fine. He's yeah. actually paying for this whole event. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He actually paid for the field. That's yeah. his helter-skelter. Yes. <laughs> use that in the what garden. are you all doing in my garden? <laughs> 
Right, let's go on to the um, to things when when things go wrong. How about when things go wrong? Because everybody has things going wrong. Bonnie over there. Well, I I, I try not to remember when things go wrong because <laughs> it's not supposed to. Um, but I do I, immediately. I remembered something when I worked with Adam. First time Adam and I worked together was on pantomime. When was it? About 20, 30 years ago. Which panto are we talking about? Really oh, stop! No, don't. No, it's all right. Nineteen ninety-two. Oh, good. What panto? Uh, it was Cinderella in Northampton, wasn't it? Yeah. And um, hey, you're from Northampton. Yeah, and um, yes. Yeah, so we did, and actually, poor old Adam. Well, you did the he did the song sheet, and the trouble is when you. Oh God, I forgot about that. He did the song sheet, <laughs> and the trouble is when you have lovely little people come up and and they sing and they entertain the audience beautifully. They also bring with them germs and things. And, uh, <laughs> oh, I was thinking of something else. Oh, no. I, I was oh. thinking of the one who wet herself. Oh, yeah. Well, that often yeah. happens, that, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, they, but no. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, I wasn't going to say that. Um, no, it, Adam got chickenpox very badly yeah. from one of the, one of the little kids. Um, uh, but also, no, so Cinderella, of course, she has to go to the ball, the fairy godmother, you know. She's wearing rags, and then suddenly, two seconds later, she's wearing this gorgeous ball gown. Magical, beautiful. Spoiler alert here. It is a very quick change. And um, I had this big frou-frou dress that I had to change into, but nobody told me that as I'd taken my underwear off, it was hanging off the back of my dress. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. There we go. That was with you. Go on then, Adam. (laughs) It wasn't my fault. (laughs) What about you, when things go wrong? I think it was that kid wetting themselves whilst we were on stage. Oh, Oh, poor sausage. I I know, it was literally, we just, no one knew quite what to do. It was like, has she? Oh, um. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it was, we, yeah, yeah, just quickly whipped her off. Oh. Oh. That, that, that show did have a few Oh, I had issues. quite a few things go wrong, yes, I think. Yeah. I mean, don't, but, worry, Bonnie, don't worry, though, because she'll be about 38 now, so. Uh, yes, um, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> Hopefully she'll be over it. Yeah. I also had this terrible thing, because a friend of mine was playing um, The Prince, and we had to sing, you know, like a love duet. And I couldn't do it when I looked at him without absolutely falling into hysterical <laughs> laughter. You know when you just... That was Richard the... swearing, wasn't it? Richard swearing, yeah. my darling. And, um, he and... was camping in a field full of... Oh, he was so darling. Oh, he was gorgeous. And he'd sing, look into my eyes <laughs> and you will find... And, he's... and I just could grease up. And I... <laughs> you know when you just... You, you mustn't laugh, mustn't laugh. It's not funny. It's awful. You awful. see, how funny, because I came to see Kelvin in uh, giving of his Dudley in Jack Absolute Flies Again, and Caroline Quentin, who's playing Mrs. Malaprop, because it's a kind of retelling of uh, Sheridan's The Rivals, and Caroline Quentin got the giggles, and I could see her, I could see her behind Dudley's torso, because he was stripped down to his waist. I could see her just oh. trying to sort of... She was doing that thing, you know when you look like you've swallowed a frog? Oh, it's yeah. awful. That, I think that's quite common with Caroline. And, and I think... As, as, <laughs> as, um, it's just kind of corpsing on stage or on, on, on kind of TV. Um, and, and, and I've worked with quite a few actors who are, who are quite mischievous in a sense that if they know that you can corpse easily and I can, they, especially if the camera's on you, they'll forever spend their time trying to make you laugh and trying to pull faces 
and get you in trouble, really. So, uh, and Caroline, unfortunately, does it herself. She seems to just make her, and I think she sometimes gets through it because of, of all the malaprops. She can, yeah. about the character, she can say the wrong thing. So her intention is to say one thing, but she ends up saying something else. So I think on that particular show, she did just forget a line and say that any old random word, and um, and as a result, just made herself made herself corpse really. Uh, but one of my biggest things for when something went wrong was when, quite a few years ago, I was only quite a young lad when I was filming Emmerdale, and um, we was working in a, in a kind of a barn with, with a few cows. And, um, Don't talk about your fellow actresses like that. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, just me, it was just me and one actor, me and Clive Hornby, and was at this quite serious scene. And, um, and because of the nature of, of, the, of the situation, there was only one cameraman allowed, allowed in the actual barn. The rest of the crew were kind of out around the fencing. And uh, whilst we're in this scene, the cows in the middle of us, and me and Clive are either side, and the cows started having a, a poo. <laughs> and then to make matters worse, um, it then halfway through the, the poo, is, uh, it coughed as well. And, uh, <laughs> and it just, it covered, it covered the cameraman. <laughs> me and Clive saw this from the corner of our eye, but because we're so professional, we carried on. <laughs> a blessing, the cameraman carried on as well to a point where... I think we all just looked and we could see it all the way down his leg and, you know, we had to cut and go again. Oh. So uh, and, then, and then Clive kind of really made light of the situation by saying, well, at least we'll be on, it'll be all right in the night. We'll, we'll all get 300 quid out of yeah. it or whatever you, you used to get. So. And were you? Uh, I think I've been on that show quite a few times, yeah, <laughs> on the outtakes. When you make a mistake, it's always, it's, it kind of softens the blow a little bit. <laughs> Alice, how about you? Things go wrong. I, I think I'm quite lucky because, like, even in Wicked, I was the, the only alphabet to ever exist that never, that always flew. Like, that thing always breaks down. I mean, it's a thousand years old now. Um, and yet, I, it never broke down for me. So I feel like I'm quite lucky. For me, it's always the things that I cause. Um, so, yeah, like, you know, I'll forget a prop or I'll forget lines. And I'm also terrible. I don't know anyone else. If you forget lines, do you come up with good crap to say instead? No. No, no awful. <laughs> I can't think well, of anything. I can't even think of, like, the English language. So I just say, I, I pretend that it's my, a mic issue. And I go, and sort of do stuff like that because I can't think of anything. It's gone, like, completely. <laughs> Um, and so I sort of, it's always, if things have gone wrong, I can only ever particularly blame myself. I have been left on stage a number of times, though. Any, like, people not turning up for oh, your yeah. scene? Yeah. That happens to me yeah. all the time. I don't know why. They just, I'm suddenly live on stage just waiting for someone to come in and give me the cue, and no one arrives. Mm. And that happens to me as well, and I think it's like punishment because normally it's me that's making it. happens to me yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird, yeah. But no, I, I think it tends to be always my fault, so I can't really blame anyone. <laughs> I was going, Captain, Captain, Captain! <laughs> and then finally Captain goes, boom! <laughs> Standing in the wings, I'm going, Captain! <laughs> Oh, that is the stuff of nightmares. You see, though, oh, it's horrid. Yeah. And it feels, it's probably about 10 seconds, and it feels like three and a half hours yes. that they've <laughs> left you with 2,000 people, and you're, like, going, anyway. Just sort of acting into space, just hoping that someone comes in, and it feels just forever. But it always happens, yeah. that. See, I, d I don't know why you don't. You're all really good dancers. I don't know why you just don't suddenly do a little dance. A little well, that's weird. Because <laughs> it's weird. Because I had a 
Because that would work well in Come From Away. Sure, <laughs> sure. A little bit of a shimmy. <laughs> Why not? I, no. uh, uh, now, I am aware of the fact that um, there is going to be time, by the way, for you to ask questions at the end. So just while we're trundling along, if you suddenly think, oh, I really want to ask a question about that, just bear it in mind, because we have got people around with uh, microphones who are going to come over and uh, you can ask a few questions. No, not a few questions. One question uh-huh. per person. Sorry, uh-huh. I sound like it was sort of, you know, in the times of COVID, only one question, just in case the mic... Oh, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, now, isn't what about... Isn't it great here, though? Isn't oh, it isn't it lovely? Like oh, it's back so together nice. Again. So isn't nice. Um, what about the job you'd love to do, then? Oh. Oh. Oh, you do it. Oh. No. No, but I, I'd, I'd love to see... Seeing the stages here, um, and I can't really sing, certainly not to the level, is to be like a, a rock star. Or, and I got, a, yeah. I got a taste of it. Yeah. After Strictly, we did the live arena tour. So for two months, we went into every arena from, from the O2 in London to um, Manchester News Arena up in Manchester, um, right. over in Belfast, Glasgow. So all these amazing arenas where I've been over the years watching my favourite bands and, and perform. And then suddenly we're there... Dance, prancing around the stage, uh, you know, with, with Craig giving me a five or whatever. And it was, most, it was the most amazing experience. But I, I think then at times we actually said to each other, um, when in front of like 10,000 people, we felt like rock stars. Mm, yeah. and, and, and I can't imagine what those people like who are gigging today must feel like. But I think that's one job that I would absolutely just love to be able to do for just one night. It's just think, you know, a big arena in front of yeah. thousands of, uh, of kind of fans. I think that would just be the most incredible. Bonnie, are you buzz. saying, yeah, because you'd have liked to have done that? What? Well, uh, rock star. Rock, yeah. Bonnie's probably done it. Bonnie's I mean, probably sang in front of... Yeah. Bonnie is. We did the same yeah. sort of thing with Dancing on Ice. It was the same sort of thing. We yeah. did those tours after the show. Um, it was just crazy, though, because, yeah, that was slightly more dangerous. But um, <laughs> Slightly you know, more dangerous. Know. This is the woman who gave us the proper head banger, has it? <laughs> <on the ice. laughs> and still got the scars. Yes. To prove. Have you? Oh, yeah, I've got scars here, and I cracked my head open a couple of times. But, um, yes, yes. It's nothing if she's not breaking a leg, she's cracking her head. Yeah, method, no. darling, method. What's that? <laughs> method. Method, yes, method. Method acting. Method acting. Yeah. Method. yeah. So, oh, I think that's a fantastic answer. Mm. I think we'd all, I think that secretly we'd all like to be rock stars at different times in our lives, wouldn't we? Oh, I don't it think sounds... I would. Oh, Just for a day. No. Quite fun. Oh, all those drugs. Honestly, I like sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather have a cup of tea. Honestly, I just like... I'm really good at sleeping. I'd, I'd probably go for, I don't know, bed trier outer. Quite fast. Yeah. Oh, yes. How can you imagine? <gasps> that mattress is a nine out of ten and just keeps the next. Oh one my lovely. goodness! Had to actually drag a mattress up a stairs yesterday for a friend. My goodness, there were four of us. It was honestly, it was like a comedy thing. I wish we'd filmed I, it. Pivot. But then In after friend. we'd actually yeah. got it up, all sweat, sweat. No, sorry, hold on, saying all glowing. Yeah. Uh, we lay on this bed and I just went, oh, I could, yeah, this this could be me for the next twelve hours. Yeah. Um, Adam, now you won, uh, you won Celebrity Robot Wars with Robot Pussycat, I know. Oh, God, that was a long time ago. I know. Listen, I like to do my research. But also, you were in... Where, at a museum? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, celebrity MasterChef 2019, and you were good at that. I mean, how about a chef? Yeah, I, was, I was really good at Celebrity MasterChef. I went in the first week. Yeah. Yeah, no, I cocked that one up. Uh, yeah, could have done that. No, I, look, I, I love cooking, and I've actually got a food truck. Um, I can't work out where, where the hell it is, but it's Food Fest. It's over there somewhere. Um, yeah, it's the one which says Gourmet Street Food, me and my mate. 
So, so yeah, doing so, a vegan, vegan food truck. I love it. Mm. You see, yeah. but don't ask for the cauliflower. We sold out yesterday. Oh. Um, I love it. Oh, everyone oh, went oh. great. Cauliflower is a very fine animal. No, we, st- we still got a very. <laughs> That's like the one who came up and said, "Have you got any omelets?" I went, uh, uh, "No." You went, "What uh, a vegan?" I went, "No." Uh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, so, so no, we've, got, we've got pulled jackfruit tacos, we've got tater tots, which I think... Yeah, is this is not an advert, OK. OK. Well, you asked. <laughs> no, I know. I merely commented about cauliflowers. OK, just taking a pause to tell you about AG1, also supporting this particular podcast. AG1, I'm asked all the time about the one thing I do to take care of my health. If I could pick only just one product, it would be foundational nutrition. And AG1 is a top foundational nutrition product. I can't think of any other daily routine that pays off as well as AG1, according to people that I really look up to who really know their stuff. AG1 is recommended by such luminaries as Rich Roll, the amazing professor, Dr. Andrew Schieberman, Tim Ferriss, and our one, our only Dr. Rangan Chatterjee. AG1 was created in 2010 and has helped millions of mornings begin on a healthier foundation ever since. My wife takes it, I take it, even our 14-year-old son Noah takes it now. He swears by it. AG1 is not only a high-quality, all-in-one solution for daily foundational nutrition, it also saves you time, confusion and money compared to individual supplements that can add up to a small fortune. AG1 replaces your multivitamin, probiotic and much more in one simple drinkable habit ag1 is great bang for my book as it replaces a lot of these other supplements like a daily multivitamin minerals pre and probiotics for my gut health adaptogens and a greens blend literally all in one scoop of powder i think there's 75 different supplements in each scoop science-driven formulation of vitamins probiotics and whole food source nutrients ag1 is raising the standard for quality in the supplement category just one daily serving gives me the comprehensive foundational nutrition i need Go to drinkag1.com slash how to wow. That's drinkag1.com slash how to wow. Give it a go. Check it out. Let us know how it lands. And now back to the wow. So you want to be a rock star as well. So everybody on that side wants to be a... They want to be rock stars. I want to be a chef. You want to be a chef. Okay. Oh, Alice. Nice. Yeah, Alice, go on then. What would do you, you know do? what? I, uh, an old thing that I used to do when I was young, uh, I used to ride and used to show jump. Um, uh, and horses, and I would abs- and I always watch the equestrians if whenever there are equestrian trials and everything. And I would love to show jump wow. if it was the thing that I continued to do. I just didn't do it. I just didn't continue to do it. I think it was my GCSEs around about that time. I sort of was like feeling super stressed um, and just couldn't look after the horse and couldn't couldn't go to the lessons as much, and it just sort of fizzled out. But it would be the only other thing that I would do is that I would I would nice. love to do that. I'm just looking at you three and I'm thinking, are you one of those people who on your CVs puts down things that you can't do really? Oh, because yeah. Oh, I can like tightrope walk. Riding. Tightrope walk. Always. Really, tightrope no. walking. It's down there, but I can't do it. Everything I've had to do, I've never been... I mean, I never wanted to ice skate, and then I ended up having to do it, you know, so I think... You didn't skate much. You spent the whole time in the air. Thanks. I was the reserve. I didn't have any training. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot lot of actors do. It's a a little bit of an unwritten rule where um, certainly my agent has told me in the past, just put put it down, like horse riding, for instance. Sword fighting? Sword fighting, because what will happen is then you'll get the job, hopefully, 
and then you'll they'll teach, you'll, you'll have a day it. to learn anyway. So just put, just say you can do it. Hold on a second, a day to learn horse riding. Have you tried horse riding? <laughs> well, yeah, it can't be that, it can't be that hard, can, can it? Drive a tractor now, and yeah, it's, it's yeah. on our CVs. We yeah. can all do it. See? Yeah, you can all do it. Mm. Juggling. Do, yep. We all put that down. Yeah, yeah. I've not. Can got you juggle? No. Fire eating. Yeah. Yeah. I've got rollerblading. I can rollerblade. I've got rollerblade, yeah, from being a kid. So I've got rollerblading on my um, spotlight page. Right, okay. I think I've got, I can speak French. And <laughs> I've got about not three not words, not. and that's best. Like, from when I was, like, 11. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, I think you've definitely got things like that. Yeah, Bonnie? Yes. Oh, yes. Put things. Yes. I don't know what's on my CV, actually. <laughs> Just add it. Yes. The nice thing is you don't need to know anymore. Nobody needs to know, because they just go, no, with all of you. It's just a case of, you know, and I'm sure nowadays they just go, we want you. Can you really? Generally, these days, if you want to do a TV show, say you can't do something, and then they'll ask you to do it. That's the main thing, because they want to teach you. So, yeah. Yeah, so that's great. What about things that people might not know about you? I call them the small superpowers. We've all got them, small superpowers, things that we're really good at doing. I'm really good at pruning, for example. Pruning? At what? Pruning. Pruning. <laughs> like pruning like gardening? Yes. Right. I'm just really good just at it. Specifically pruning, not actually gardening in any way. The rest just the prune. Pruning. So good at it, honestly. Yeah. Okay. I feel like I could actually, if there was a world championship of pruning, pruning. I've got long, I've got long-handled loppers. I can even prune. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I could prune very those. Long. I could prune the bunting from here. Wow. Really I have to tomorrow. <laughs> okay. So, what's your small superpower, boy? Oh, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I... She is a small superpower. Oh. oh. oh thank you. Woo <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> really? uh, I don't know. Sometimes I think invisibility. <laughs> you know, when you're sort of trying to get through crowds and things. Everyone, everyone's, well, everyone's like this, aren't they? And, uh, you know, you're like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. You know, I thought that. So, uh, okay, we're getting serious here. Women of a certain age, we have a superpower. It's called invisibility sometimes. Ah. So we have to go, so we have to be mighty and go, and wear, and wear, I'm here. And wear a loud trouser. Yes, a loud trouser. There we go. Yeah, I thought it was, was going to go. I thought it was going to go carry on and go over the back of the chairs yeah. longer. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. wow! There's my superpower. Go on, Adam. Without <laughs> even warming up, do the shoddy <laughs> <leg> today. <laughs> go on, Adam. Do that. Yeah, yeah I, I did. Go on, do it. He doesn't you, you, need you missed to. it. He doesn't need. To. I did it so fast. You missed it. Yeah. Did I? Yeah. Did I though? Yeah. I'm still trying to think what my superpower is because I can't think of one. Are you the sort of oh. person that people come backstage? If, if there's, you know how there are some people who say, there's a massive spider in my, in my room, can you come and deal with it? Is it you? No. Okay. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, when we were doing um, I'm a Celebrity, right, would I normally stick my head in a dustbin full of rats? Ooh. No. Oh. Right? But they were nice, clean rats. They were friendly. It's fine. Yeah. If I was over there by the bins, no, not a hope. <laughs> no. Same thing with the spiders, the ones on I'm a Celebrity. They're lovely, they're nice, they're clean, they're friendly. They're wearing lovely outfits? Slightly sequined, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that, yeah, that's my superpower, avoiding... Um, yeah, and sheep's testicle, testicle. You'd sort of, yeah. Right, I'll, t- John, I'll tell you about that sheep's testicle, right, which... It was, it was it huge. I don't think it was a sheep's testicle. Why are you looking at me for sheep's testicle? <laughs> <laughs> I know I've got a few sheep. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I've never eaten one. Everyone, everyone said, what, what, did, what was it like? What did it taste like? 
it was pickled because it's got to be preserved. So it just ah. it just tasted and smelt with vinegar. So it was quite nice then, really. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't, no, it wasn't bad. Yeah. Would I stick it in my mouth normally? No. <laughs> uh, Kelvin. My super. And I think um, I've always been pretty good at changing nappies. Um, nice. Wow. I think oh, that deserves I'll a round of applause. The first one. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't, I, I was. Yeah. I, don't, I think um, part. You know, part and parcel of being a, a jobbing actor. And at times, you know, that's why I was saying go back to before. Getting any job is sometimes a great achievement in itself. What it does give you as, as, a, as a new parent is, if you're not working, then to kind of fill that disappointment, we just decided to have children instead. And then, uh, <laughs> and then so naturally, four of them. I, and you've got I, I, I've got four now. <laughs> so my last attempt at having, uh, going for another child, we ended up with two, two for the price of one. We got oh. twins, so um, my, my nappy changing skills of late, uh, you know, have kind of polished up again. So um, I'm, I'm pretty Could you good. do two nappies at the same time? I've not time. tried that. I think my wife could, but there's no way I could do two. Because it's getting to that age now where they're wriggling about as well. So it's, um, but oh. yeah, I'm pretty good at changing nappies. I'm very thorough. I'm, I'm very, I have a, my own little routine, my own little kind of setup, and yeah. No, no. Weirdly, weirdly quite enjoy it. <laughs> that, that, was not, <laughs> that was not the answer I expected. Yeah. No, at all. I've not really got any of the powers. I'm not really good at anything else. That's just kind of. You're right, fun. You are. Well, um, yeah, well, yeah, getting there. Mm. Yeah, getting there. I'm, um, yeah, getting a. I lambed for the first time uh, this year, and I, I did did all right. So oh. that's a long night. Did you ever have to put them in the Rayburn? Uh, yeah, with uh, the little, little got doctor. The heat lamps. Oh, in the heat lamp. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple of uh, heat lamps. We had a set of triplets. Yeah, and one was struggling, and and that was uh, he spent the night under the heat lamp, and uh, unfortunately he, he he passed. He got watery mouth, a condition. Yeah, oh. so um, it wasn't going. Oh, we could talk for hours <laughs> about farming. Sorry. <laughs> <Quite Do you. laughs> Let's just move on to Alice's small superpower. Yeah. Are you the person who everybody comes to? There, I don't know. Like, if if somebody says, has anybody got a paracetamol or a, or a plaster? Oh my God, this is worrying because that is probably what I would be <gasps> the drug the drug queen. <laughs> yeah, but, normal ones. Normal ones that you can get. You know, not the prescription ones, yeah. and not the ones you get the black market. But oh my God, <laughs> if you need an ibuprofen or you need to know how to take it and when to take it so that you can do your show, I am the person to come to. Oh wow! Um, I know exactly 100% how Tell to get right. through eight shows a week. Oh wow! And with how many drugs you need. <laughs> if you're really tired, obviously take them and don't take too many. But um, but yeah, no, that is 100%. Yes, see, the small can I take one now and will it do anything? No, you should have taken it an hour ago. Good luck. You know what I mean? Like that kind of. So yeah, that's useful. Yeah. Now we have got time for the Q and A. Oh, there's a person there. If we can just wait now, just wait for a microphone to arrive to you. First of all, sir. There we go. Hello. Hello. Uh, Bonnie, what was it like doing Doctor Who in the 1980s? Oh, oh. Um, it was great. It Did was... you hear that, by the way? Uh, yeah. Oh, what was it Doctor like Who in the, the 1980s? 1980s. Um, well, that we didn't have the technology that they have now, uh, but mm -hmm. it was great fun. And um, we, yes, I met some strange monsters, and um, we we filmed in uh, cold quarries and uh, all sorts of peculiar places. But um, the thing that I I adore about Doctor Who is the fact that it's still so alive, and that you know it is a national sort of institution here. And um, uh, you know, I mean, I, they call my series that you know the time when I did it. Um, uh, they call it classic. I'm waiting for them to call it vintage, actually. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to come up with that soon. But, you know, the thing about Doctor Who is that 
everybody has a different their doctor their companion yeah. and it's so loved it's so beloved and um, we still do it these days because um, they, they now do lots of audio dramas so it's like listening to a radio play um, and everyone still does them from the old days and from the new days um, and we've just we've just recorded one that Russell T Davis found during lockdown he was clearing our old cupboards and he found a script that he'd written when he was about 23, one of his first scripts. And we recorded it, um, Colin Baker and I, and uh, with lots of people who were at the National, actually, lots of actors from there. And uh, it's still very much loved and still very much, you know, alive to this day. What do you think about um, the prospect of the new Doctor? Well, we can't, he can't answer that because oh. he's got his oh. microphone. And anyway, I'd like to ask this? another question. There was a, there's a woman in the white top. Thank you. Hello. Um, my question's for Adam, and I'm asking on behalf of my mum, who's too nervous, because she's the, big, <laughs> the biggest EastEnders fan you've ever met. Um, so we were talking earlier about things going wrong, um, and me and my mum remembered when Tanya called you Adam in the live episode. No, yeah. she, she, didn't, she didn't call that me. That was Joe. It was uh, Joe, Joyner. Joe Joyner said it to Laurie. I wasn't even in the scene. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, but Joe... How's Adam? Joe, yeah, it was How's Adam. Yeah. Uh, Joe used to live around the corner from where I was living, and her husband had recently been around doing some electrical work at our house. And we, everybody knows each other off, yeah. off set. And it was, Joe hadn't been in the programme for about a year, 18 months, and she'd literally just come back for that episode for the wedding. So she just slips up. Oh. Um, I'm wondering what goes through your mind when obviously you can't do anything to fix well, no, it. Well, nothing went through my mind because all I saw was Joe Joyner coming into the next scene just going... Oh. <laughs> I, and we were like, what's happened? What's happened? She went, you'll read about it. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, is that when you got the twenty-five million pounds for the? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> per minute. Per minute. Per minute. Uh, the lady there in the front row. Uh, first of all, Kelvin. Oh. I'd like to say congratulations on winning Strictly. It was absolutely uh, brilliant. Thank you. Again. <laughs> Will you be doing another farm series? Because it was really good. Yeah. Will you do another farm series? I don't oh, think you could uh, do that. Yeah, I, th I think uh, we kind of set to. It's just at the minute, because I've been away for, for three, the best part of three months now um, for, for down at the Nationals. So it's been, uh, it's obviously taken me away from, from the farm and that. So hopefully towards the end of the year, like October onwards, we can, we'll be start filming again. And then I guess it probably wouldn't, nothing would be out until till later next year maybe. But um yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny curveball because that all came about, I guess, as a result of lockdown. We were having Zoom meetings with the BBC and trying to come up with concepts for new shows. And uh, we, were in, we had boxes behind us because we were moving house. And somebody, one of the um, producers said, while I was waiting for another producer to come on the call, um, what the boxes for? So we're moving house. Oh, yeah, well, we're actually moving to a farm and we decided to... And they thought it was a crazy idea. They thought we were crazy. And then they also thought that this actually might make it quite an interesting TV show. So that's how it all came about. And I don't know if it would have come about had it had been a non-COVID situation where we'd have met in a room in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I probably wouldn't have told. It would, there would have probably been less chit-chat. So it was a visual where they saw the boxes and, and that's how it kind of came up. Because at the time, we were developing other shows. So hopefully, yeah, if it all being well, we'll be, we'll be filming again at the end of the year. There's a question from a gentleman right at the back. Dressed as a sort of vicar, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, either good. that or... Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. What is that? None. Hello. Okay. Um, my question is for Adam. So, Adam, my friend, John Amos here, 
often gets mistaken for you. Can you see? Oh. I, can't, I can't see that far. Oh. <laughs> so, my, my question to you is, do you ever get mistaken for John Amos? <laughs> <laughs> And we need, we need a person. We've got to have a person. You'll have to tell me. I can't... Do I? Okay, yeah. fair enough. Um... There we go. I think that's it then. Yes, <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. Uh, there's a little uh, girl front there. Thank you. I don't know why the microphone seems to be sort of doing something. Has it, has it turned itself off? Oh. Technology. Technology, we love it. Favourite dance to learn on Strictly? Favourite dance uh, to learn favorite on Strictly? Favourite dance, um, it was, uh, I, I really enjoyed the jive. There was only one dance that I actually got right. Every dance, like, <laughs> there'll have been little mistakes regardless of what my mum and dad always said. Oh, I thought you were brilliant, but this mum and dad were always <laughs> going to say that. But there was one dance where I genuinely didn't make a mistake and that was an achievement in itself because there's so much deep, you spend all week rehearsing, it's so difficult. Uh, and for me, it was a quick step. It wasn't a dance I was particularly kind of looking forward to, but because I executed every single step, um, that, was, that was... And I think it's the only, full, it's the only 40 I think I got in, in, the, in the series, I think. So um, that was my, my favourite for that reason. But for fun factor, probably the, the samba, the first one, because it was so unexpected for me as well. You know, I, I surprised myself. <laughs> and, and, uh, and the drive, I think, is just a fun. It was in Blackpool, so it felt we used to go to Blackpool yeah. as a family. So then my nan was there. It was, it was much more of an occasion than just, obviously, filming strictly at Blackpool is a massive occasion anyway. But for me and our family, it was a real, a real joy. Is really. the drive as exhausting as it looks? Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just... I don't know how you... I couldn't do, like, two steps of it. I'd be like, no, I'm done. Absolutely. <laughs> on the floor. Because it just, just looks like you're bouncing well, so much. I'm just like, no. Yeah. The, the, the dance floor at Blackpool is actually really, really springy. Yeah, yeah, so it, yeah. it does yeah. help. In the rehearsal room, it was more, far more difficult oh, than when you got there. Oh, that's nice. You had that kind of spring in your step. Yeah, it's built that way, isn't it? It's, nice. um, I, I'm, I'm, bad, I'm not a dancer, so it was, for, for me... Yeah. Oh, you are Bonnie. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you are. You are. It was really hard. You are a dancer. Yeah. But Bonnie, that's the other thing, isn't it? Because, I mean, as a dancer, I mean, you dance as well, don't you? Well, a bit. Okay, move. Right. You move. Um... But the thing about um, when people go and see these things is often when you go to the theatre, they're so, sort of on a rake, aren't they? Oh, oh yeah. It's like wearing yeah. heels. <laughs> in yes. heels. <laughs> now, now that Adam is competent in heels, he thinks that, you know, it's just, it's just all over it. Yeah, but it is. Yeah, a, a lot of the older theatres, and in fact many of them have been flattened now, but they have stages that are sloped quite a lot. And Drury Lane used to be like that because actually it made it um, easier for the audience to see. You got you saw the people at the back, so you didn't have a flat stage. So you have a rake that's a you know real slope, and then you've got high heels on, and you all topple into the into the pit. In fact, that happened, didn't do it? You, do you remember when we came came to see you with um, Barbara? Yeah. Um, but Barbara, Barbara, Barbara Windsor. Yeah, Barbara. Barbara bear, bear in mind, Second Street with Adam. Bear in mind, Barbara was um, struggling yeah. by that time. At this point, but she saw the stage because we'd come back yeah. to see you afterwards, and she just sort of just saw the stage and saw the auditorium, and she just what do they call it wings. Yeah, she yeah. started. Doing <gasps> she started doing this tap routine, but she was heading towards the pit. Yeah, I know. so li- we literally, like... me and Scott have just dived in. <laughs> oh, I've amazing. Yeah, forgotten yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, there's a question. Oh, actually, I'll do the question. Uh, woman at the back with the 1972. Two. Sorry. How can you see that? I, know. I don't know. Oh, I can see I that. I can, I can, I can see that. Contacts yeah. changed. I can't see that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Liz, what advice would you give to a budding 16-year-old who wants a career um, on the stage in musical theatre? Oh, my goodness, oh, Alice. It's not for me, please. I'm a lot older than 16. While Bonnie has a lie down on the chaise long, on the chaise long, on the chaise long, Don't Alice, what would you say? I think... You've had a great time. I think you have to just, and I, and I say this, and it sounds like a negative, but it's a positive, you spin it, is to, to not let when someone says, no, you've not got through that round, or no, we don't, you haven't got that job, is to not let it get you down. Ooh. Because you get a lot of those. I mean, like, you know, I've had a, we've all had really successful careers, and I've had a, you know, a successful career, but I've had so many no's that, you, and you've, you've got to kind of go, I'm okay with that, and I can, like, I remember having lunch with my dad once, this is years ago, and it was one of my second or third jobs, and my agent called me, and he said, no, you didn't get it, and I went, okay, darling, thanks for letting me know, put the phone down, carried on with my lunch, and dad went, don't know how you can do that, love, because you, someone's just said they don't want you, and I've gone, yeah, but I can't let that get to me too much. I might go and buy myself something to cheer myself up, I might order another bottle of wine, but I'm not going... <laughs> I'm well, not going down to the let Paris it ruin, <laughs> you know, me going forward. And I do think that that's really, you have to have that kind of skin. Yeah. Um, if you have got that, you are more likely to survive it. Yeah. Um, but if you haven't got that, it really is so difficult to cope with that. Um, you know, and we're all really aware of our mental health now. and We're all really aware of how we feel. And, and I think we should be really open to going, mm, I can accept that, or no, I can't. You know, I think that's a really important one. So it sounds like a negative, but it's really important, I think. Yeah. And Bonnie, you're from a huge family of hoofers yeah. as well. Yeah. What uh, um, advice from you? Oh, I think that's absolutely brilliant. I think only do it if you have to, if nothing else <laughs> the box. <laughs> No, but you know what I mean. Don't do it, because, oh, that's a nice thing. And also, you know, nowadays it's all Adam's on £27 million pounds a minute. Yeah, which um, is... It's all yeah. rubbish. Can you hurry up? I'm waiting nonsense. for it to get to 30. <laughs> oh, yeah, carry on. Um, uh, but, no, it's all, it, all those things are nonsense. They, sell, they try and sell a lifestyle that doesn't exist. So it's hard graft. And, uh, I mean, you know... I'm not trying to say that we're sort of saving lives or whatever, but um, it's, it's, uh, and particularly through COVID, it's been very, very difficult because so many people, they say, oh, yes, we, you know, we want you to do your passion. And by the way, can you pay us this much tax for doing it? And you're not eligible for anything and you're not viable for anything. And that's very difficult to then turn around and go, because you sound like you're a winking actor going. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, when it's a job, it's like anything, isn't it? You know, th something that you love to do, it, it changes it because you do have to go and do it when you don't feel like it. And that's something you need to be able to do and still come away from it saying, like I did, you know, I started when I was seven, I'm still doing it 192 years later. And there are <laughs> things I don't like about it a lot, but generally I wouldn't not want to do it, if you know what I mean. So, and anyway, Bonnie's on 50 million a week. I am, yes. At least. <laughs> you're, you're the queen, though, of being able to put a good face on it, Bon. I've got to say, I've worked with Bonnie, and even if she's having, like, the worst day on Earth, she's literally like, ah, as soon as the lights are on. I'm like this. Oh. Well, you know, so I, you, how, you are a genius, well, that's it. I, I tell you what, I, I am aware, by the way, that um, I'm coming to the last five minutes, but I've got a question for this young man down here. If uh, Hopefully the microphone will work this particular time. If not, you can just shout. I've got a question for the panel. Um, what's your favourite musical and why? That's what's your favourite musical question. and why? Well, we haven't heard from the two men this yeah. time, so yeah. Kelvin, favourite musical and why? Uh, so many. Um, Obviously, Alice in Alphabet. 
Alphaba. In Alphaba. I'm going to pray that. As, as, as wicked. In Alphaba the musical. Wicked <laughs> in Alphaba the musical. No, you Alphabet were the were definitive Alphabet. <laughs> I went, I went, we, went to, uh, we went to the Isle of Man one, one weekend to see, an, albeit an amateur production, but the only amateur production that was allowed at the time for Sunset Boulevard. <gasps> and that was amazing oh, because that was something that, I, and I've never actually seen a professional version of it, but um, just in itself, the soundtrack and everything. I kind of like a little bit niche musicals, so the, the, the big famous Les Mis and things like that are fantastic, but for me, there's one last five years, which, which was, oh, yeah. the soundtrack is, is oh. incredible and... Are you like that as well? Excellent. Oh, good, good. And my daughter's in the audience, and I think her favourite musical is Matilda. And we both yeah. secretly wish, well, she's only just turned six, and I'm secretly wishing that one day she'll play Matilda. Oh, yeah. But I'm one of those pushy parents that are like, yeah, she'll do it. <laughs> yes, Mrs. Worthington or Mr. Worthington, you will put your daughter on the stage. Adam. Oh, for me, it's got to be Oliver. Oh, yeah. Classic. Yeah. That was actually the last time I did a musical. 42 Ooh. years ago. And now oh you're going to do another wow. one. He's got you wow. in for the lady. Yes, How much nice. did you get for that one? Two and six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two, two billion, six hundred million. Yeah, six million. <laughs> yeah. no, it is a Oliver, cracking it's show. Just, yes. It's just a great show. Great. They're bringing it back, aren't they? Are they? Yes, it's oh. you Hello. Hello. I do think I do think that might be insider information there. Oh, right? sorry. Yeah. I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know if that's been announced. Bonnie's told you I'm useless. <laughs> oh, Enders was a that masked dancer was a blooming nightmare. I had to lie to everybody. Oh yeah, that was really <laughs> What do you mean squirrel. we didn't work it out? I know. Just very briefly, Bonnie, because I've been I'm being shouted at. It's the end. Stop, stop now. But quickly, your favourite musical? Oh, I don't have one. I, oh, okay. I love them. She's been in every musical. Uh, uh, did, did we do yours? Alice, My please. niche is probably Big Fish, which is a musical that oh, only lasted a minute, uh, like a minute, but I think it's absolutely it glorious. It was so good, And the film and the book, it's like all good, and I love the music Oh, it was that. so good. But I mean, obviously, I'm going to say Come From Away, come and see it before it finishes in January 7th. Yes, uh, exactly. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, actually, yeah, do go see Come From Away, because it yes. is, <laughs> is, is brilliant. It's yeah. a real feel-good music. Yeah. But also, Anything Goes is brilliant, and that's oh, yeah. And so is My Fair Lady. And, and my fellow, but he's not in there yet. My <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to say thank you very much. You know who they are. You've been great. Thank you. All right, I hope you enjoyed that. Alice Fern, Kevin Fletcher, Adam Woodyatt and Bonnie Langford recorded live at last year's CarFest. If you want to be at this year's CarFest, once again, go to carfest.org to come join us this August bank holiday weekend. All right, thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye.